This is part two of our conversation with Nemo. If you haven't listened to part one yet, I urge you to listen to it first. And uh, hormones, voice dropping. I don't need surgery to be a man. It's okay to question. What the fuckery is transgender? So you are how old now, if you don't mind sharing? 22. 22. So you've been going through this for the last three years, am I correct? Longer than that. I came out at 16, but hormones. 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 I started for like two, two and a half years ago. How soon did you start noticing changes? When did you start feeling differently? Did you feel differently? Do you feel differently? Um, There are some differences, yes, and... Honestly, I would say I noticed it within about a week because my periods were completely gone. Which Within was, a week? Within a week. I got my period right after I started hormones. It was almost nothing. The next one came like a month, a month after that. It was even less, and then they were just gone. I haven't had a period in over a year, and I uh, love it. So what physiological changes beyond that? Um. My voice started to drop within like a month. I remember my friend came into the kitchen. I was staying at his house for the night. And he was like, you should hear what my brother just said. And I was like, what? He was like, Nemo's voice got deeper. And I started laughing. And my voice did not always sound like this. It was very high pitched, very girly. And so that, that was fun. And then I have noticed that I have a bit more energy. It's a lot easier for me to work out and like, like do things like physically. And also now when I forget to take my shots, as I do sometimes, because you start feeling normal, you don't think about it. And it I be just like get kind of like low and I can actually go into what's called hormone depression because my body no longer has the balance of estrogen and, and to make up for or the testosterone infusion that I've been giving myself for over a year. So that can happen. And, and yeah, otherwise it just feels pretty much the same. And how's your mentality psychologically? Are you truly happy? Do you ever have moments of doubts whether you've made the right decision? Do you just feel better? I do feel better, definitely. I feel a lot more comfortable with my body, myself. And yes, I do have doubts um, about going through all this extra medical stuff because I'm not really a fan of going to the doctor or anything. Like I'm sure most people aren't. but. Like, I know it's right for me. I also know I don't need the surgery to be a man. I'm man enough as it is. It's just that it would feel better for me. It would be more convenient for me. To look at. To look at, yes. And it's doing it for me because this way I would feel more comfortable dating if I had the body that I would like to present to the woman that I wanted to be with. This is a terrific lead-in because the question that people obviously have is sexually, 
its sexuality, much like your father, if you don't mind bringing up the comparison, you know, uh, the the idea was, well, no, what are you attracted to? It was almost as if it'd be better if you said you preferred to be with women than completely change your perceived or societal construct of gender in order to be attracted to and be with women, right? So uh, overall, how does one explain sexual orientation? If you were born one way, you physically alter it, and you end up being attracted to the same sex that you started life with. One might say, hey, that's called being a lesbian. What do you say to that? How do you explain that to them? What I would say is, no, I'm not a lesbian. I am a straight man because, like, my anatomy is female. There's nothing I can do to change that. I was born with a vagina. Uh, Yes, there are some men born with vagina. But that's my anatomy. And, like, your sexuality is generally dictated by what parts you have and what parts you want to play with, to be honest. And where I would come in and say is, Gender is how I feel about who I am as a person. My sexual orientation is who I'm attracted to. My gender is me, and I don't know anyone who defines themselves by who they want to have sex with. And if they do, I would ask that person to examine themselves a little bit more and find more things about themselves that they find interesting. But, uh, so... Like, my sexual orientation is who I like. It's not who I am as a person. That's what my gender is. So in, if, it's, if I'm getting too personal, do let me know. Um, have you had the experience of being in a somewhat or quasi or long-term relationship with another person and experiencing this change and having to deal with them and your changes? I have not had any sort of romantic relationship. I dated a little bit in high school, nothing serious. I actually, the only relationships I've ever had, even though I'm attracted to women, were men because I was using them as denial and I I didn't realize that my attraction to them wasn't that I wanted to be with them. I wanted to be more like them. Hmm. Um, And that was an interesting turnaround for me. But... I have had a very serious friendship with going through the majority of my changes and just in the last two years that that was what uh, like that was interesting as I was going through my changes and also just a lot of different drama in our lives. It was definitely the most intense friendship I ever had and it did affect things, my going through this transition. It provided you with clarity about where you were and what you wanted to do and how to proceed. Exactly. And I also just, as I became more sure of myself and who I am, I also realized how much I just put up with that I didn't actually need that did not serve me in any way because I was just so focused on my own thing and my own struggle. So it gave me room to be like, hey, this is not what I need and I'm not going to deal with this any longer. So that's what my progression has done for me. It gave me room to focus on myself as a person. And after I get my surgeries, I'll have even more room because like, I'll have nothing left that I need to do. There's nothing I need to check off. off. I can just focus on me and my life and the things I want to do 
then honestly aren't so trivial. This is like a very trivial thing that's been like exploded because people are so hyper focusing on it, even our own president and using me as a political pawn. (laughs) So this is another great segue because now we can fall into more of the educational aspect of the program. So as far as you know, can you um, help us understand that various descriptions that have now been attributed in, in most forms we now see? non-binary versus binary, gay, straight, LGBTQT, what does that mean? Are you super familiar with those by default? Or did you two have to go learn what they meant? Labels seem to be very important in our society. They are, unfortunately. And I am very familiar and I did have to learn them. I would say that I learned them a little bit faster than some people because they became a lot more relevant to my life and my way of living. Living because I got like a default membership to this club. Like I was suddenly part of the LGBTQ community and there's actually so many more letters right now, but I'm just going to stick with that because this entire podcast ass would be doubled before I got to the end of the letters. (laughs) Letters, it's insane. But to give you some clarity on the big ones like binary versus non-binary. Binary means that you subscribe to either male or female. You feel comfortable with one of those two labels. Non-binary is in. You don't feel that your gender fits. It's within either one of those two labels. Some people even feel that they are agender. They have no gender at all. It's not that they are neither. They're just nothing. They're a person. They have no gender. And then transgender is that your gender identity, like how you feel as a person, does not identify with your gender assigned at birth, your anatomy. Your gender and anatomy don't mesh. Mesh like me. I am transgender because even though I was born female, I was born Born with lady parts, I am a man. And that does not mesh. So that would be transgender. And there's dual gender, people who feel that they are a mix of both, both male and female. There is gender fluid, which is similar to dual gender, but you feel like gender more on a spectrum. So you feel a balance of male and female. Female, and I don't know entirely about this, so I'm going to say it briefly, but it's kind of like, Like you could feel more in balance with your feminine energies one day, but you could feel completely masculine the next. So you might be in a dress on Wednesday, but you might be rocking a suit on Friday. It just depends on how you feel, which is kind of where gender fluidity comes into. And So when we hear someone say, I'm gender fluid, what do they mean by that? It means that they... Their gender, it fluctuates. It's not, it doesn't stay completely male. It doesn't stay completely female. They could be very much aligned with their feminine energies. Feminine versus masculine is a term we normally use, but it's not always there. It fluctuates. There could be certain times and certain circles where they feel much more comfortable presenting their masculine identity. And it's just... Their gender is more of a balance rather than a finite thing. Hmm. And whereas my gender is still finite, it just doesn't happen to be a typical. Like when someone says cisgender, I actually didn't know what cisgender meant for a long time. 
Um, if I were female, I consider myself a woman, I would be cisgender. Cisgender just means you are comfortable with the gender it's signed at birth. So you and our lovely producer here would be cisgender. As far as I know, unless you guys have something to tell me. <laughs> but yeah, well, this is this is incredibly enlightening and so what we need. So now, and as far as when you're out in the world, so I began this podcast by, you know, using questions that people have in their mind. What are they? What pronoun do we use? What do they say? What is the best way to approach a human whom we're not quite sure do we leave it up to them to tell us or what is the polite way the sensitive way i'm all about empathizing and and not offending if i can help it yeah i would say like a lot of people like a lot of people think it's best to just oh just let them tell tell me and to some degree i agree with that but most of the time it's so much better off both for the person in question and for the person who wants to know if you just ask to say, hey, I'm unsure, what are your preferred pronouns? People would rather be asked and have the opportunity to enlighten you than for you to just stay uncomfortable. I mean, obviously, don't be rude about it and just then you use your own human awareness of like when someone's uncomfortable, you're just like, I have no boundaries, but someone else might not be as comfortable sharing. So just start, excuse me, start the conversation like, hey, I'm not sure. What are your preferred pronouns? What makes you feel comfortable? Uh, and then go from there. That might be all you need to say. And you go back to talking about the weather, sports, what have you. Or it might be a whole conversation, but just, don't be afraid to ask. Just be polite and ask what you want to know. And if they're uncomfortable, they'll tell you. But at least it starts the conversation and it breaks the barrier because it doesn't have to be a big thing. It's not a big deal, you know, unless we make it one. Correct. Nemo, I so appreciate your being here with us and, and enlightening us and educating us. But finally... If there is someone at this stage who, let's say, a 16-year-old or a 19-year-old, your younger self, what advice would you provide for them on all aspects on this issue? On all aspects, I would say do your research, turn to the internet, and like, just look it up. If you're not sure that you have someone to reach out to, look online. There are so many forums, so many different avenues, and just... Don't be afraid to question. It's okay hey, to be a little different. Just question yourself, figure it out, out, and talk to people. Just talk to people. Obviously, like I got lucky. There are some people I know, oh, in certain other countries who would have been killed just to be open. I, but most people, at least in this country, you can be honest. You can go and talk to people. There are like talk to your counselors at school. Oh, find a safe adult that you trust that doesn't have to be your parent. Parents does like gives you enough space to figure it out because they're not. It's not going to change your whole world around. And just research, or just take your time, figure it out. Talk to your friends. Just find anyone you can trust to help you with it, and explore. It doesn't have to be an answer right away. But if you ask the question, you're much more likely to find one. 
find the answer. Find the answer. Yes, yeah. find the answer right away. You don't have to, like, you're going to find it if you just keep looking. So just keep looking and be patient. Like, it's not going to all be solved, but eventually it will be okay, especially if you surround yourself with people who tell you that when you need to hear it. Because I went through a lot of struggles. I went through a depression and I came around, but it was largely because of my friends who helped me like hold on to the strength that I already had. So just keep exploring and lean on your friends. That's what they're there for. Well, Nemo, I wish you much success and thank you for being here and enlightening us. And I invite you listeners, if you have any questions for us, do leave comments in our podcast at the bottom and we will try to address them as much as possible. Nemo, do you have any final thoughts? Actually, I would love to find out from you. So you, where are you at this stage? You have a couple of more steps and uh, where are you today? How are we leaving you this evening, this day? Well, I am coming up on my surgeries pretty soon here. And thankfully, my insurance is really good covering most of them because they are expensive. I'm not going to lie to you about that. But I'm just getting to the point where I can just focus on my life. I'm building myself. I'm doing a lot of traveling. Like I decided to come to the West Coast and I got to meet you guys here. I never would have expected it in a million years. So I'm just enjoying my life life and figuring it out and just taking it one moment at a time one moment at a time that's all we've got well thank you all so very much nemo please come back and join us i would love to have you again once it's all i guess what's the best way to say it transitioned over and done with yeah yeah over and done (laughs) once i'm just in my right body once i when you're uh, fully in your right body. Yeah. We will see you again and hear some more. And Before I, and after shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Insta. We will Insta some, some shots. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. And dear listeners, thank you once again. And what the fuckery? What the fuck happens? You tell us. We tell you. And... Uh... <laughs> Thank you.